Whoa, hey there. I didn't see you come in. Um, to be honest, I wasn't expecting you for another hour. Um, where are my menace? Oh, there they are. Welcome to this episode of Dupan Cedar on Subspace, the deck that time forgot. So, when we left Hoteen, he was bargaining with Talrain. And that's really all you want, Hoteen? A minimum security cell and all-you-can-eat burritos on demand? I see you see what I'm picturing. So what do you say, Rainy? If you ever call me that again, I'll execute you personally and immediately. Now, I have to say your request is suspicious, and your manner is entirely too casual. I'll need to hear some of these Starfleet secrets of yours before I grant you so much as a side of guacamole. You'll be putting my name on the deed to all the guacamole mines when I'm done spilling all my secrets. For starters, did you know that replicators don't really assemble food? They just transport it from somewhere else in the sector? Does Sotin even have any secrets? There's the secret of mana, the secret of Nim, the secret of the ooze, Gosh, those are all the secrets I know of. Whatever Hoteen knows, it must be worth a fortune in burritos. I guess when you're far from home, just having that one meal you really love can make all the Romulan torture bearable. While Hoteen lays on the hot sauce, let's see how the rescue op is going for Tapan and the gang. So we're agreed, no more time travel, and definitely no more using strange wristwatches found on beaches on Ryza. What if the watch is found on a beach on Nobulus Prime? Say, I remember a cracking good beach on Nobulus. Too bad I'll never go back there with present company. Just what does that mean? We were never on Nobulus together. It means I can't remember how to get there. Gentlemen, we need to focus on how we're going to rescue Hoteen. We've already lost a month. Talrain could be anywhere by now. Well, actually, the temporal causality loop we experienced would also have affected Talrain's ship. What? Why is everyone looking at me like that? Correcting a superior officer. So my pet Italian has some spicy meatballs after all. But I was just pointing out that our time loop would have affected everything. Unless it uncoupled a few dimensions from space-time as we know it. (laughs) Which, (laughs) I think anyone can agree, is beyond the capability of the Fitbit. Oh, well, clearly. Dross, I have a special mission for you. I noticed some parts of the ship need maintenance, and we need to be in tip-top shape before we confront Talrain. Take this list and find where Molatinum keeps these supplies. Aren't you forgetting something? Such as? Asking my permission to use my help meet. <sighs> Not now, Drac. What about the rest of us? Does anyone have any ideas for how to take on a Romulan warbird with this ship? I defer to your authority. <sighs> I think it would be best for you to help Dross find those supplies. No, no, I'm sure my skill set is more suited to planning a mission that requires subterfuge than to searching broom closets with Dross. Do any of you understand how to take orders from your captain? I simply... Not another word! As first officer, I step in to defuse the tension in the room. Filthy lies! No one defuses tension better than Drac! I step into the hallway. Ah... That's much better. That's one way to relieve tension. Let him go. Drac, Tapan, research Romulan activity in this sector and try to formulate some strategies for approaching and boarding Talrain's ship. We're just going to have to be clever. Captain, at this juncture, it seems appropriate to express a sentiment about desiring good luck. You can just say good luck, Tapan, but 
Thank you. We certainly need it. Present circumstances will require a great deal more than luck. Get to work now. Boy, that's one stressed captain. Confidentially, listeners, she's got good reason to be stressed. The Tapan's radio program isn't even equipped to sell Moon Scout cookies. Why, I heard... I heard Tapan explaining to the captain that Mo bought this ship from the USS Outlet Mall. And Drax said it must have been a murder ship if Mo got it as cheaply as Tapan said he did. Because it's obviously haunted in... Tavon! Tavon, did you hear what I said? Yes, Dross. Whether I wanted to or not. I have been doing nothing for the last two hours but hear what you've been saying. So what do you think? About what? Do you think the ship is haunted? First of all, on Cardassia, we call that outlet more useless Starfleet surplus. Everything they sell is cheap because it's junk, not because it's haunted. Look around you, Dross. Just look around you. Okay, I see a corridor with beige carpeting, an access panel that says GNDN. Definitely not a portal disguised as an access panel. Move along. Gee, that's a weird thing for Tapan to have written here. Yes, it is. Politeness dictates we leave it alone. But Spycraft, uh, our assignment, uh, that is to say the mission Kathy gave us, demands we find supplies that are apparently hard to find. Strictly on that basis. I feel we should enter this access panel. Are you sure? I don't want to get in trouble. But we haven't found any of the items on the list yet. Let me see that list. Here's the pad. Nutless self-sealing stem bolts. Tractor beam bender. Plasma for the starboard blinker. Warp field polish. Oh, Dross, you simple soul. Nothing on this list is real. You mean... Kathy made a boob out of me? That's not how I would word it, but yes. Gosh, and here I thought I was doing something useful. Say, getting sent on a fool's errand and discovering a secret door reminds me of something from my favorite show. Oh, does it? Oh, that's very nice, I'm sure. Let's get this door open. If someone took the trouble to hide something, it must be worth hiding. And that could be valuable for our mission. Mr. Tavon! I think that was circular logic. One time I said that to Drac and he made me deep clean his socks with my toothbrush. His special socks. Dross, have you ever considered leaving the nest? Ooh, listeners, you wouldn't catch me sneaking into secret portals on a haunted ship. No, sir, I've seen every episode of Scooby-Poo. I know how that goes. Old man Witherstitch, it was you all along. But in the meantime, his trained skeleton chase you through the mansion and then terrorize every sentient thing in sight. Nope, nope. I'm taking us to Tapan's radio booth, where the coolest head on the ship prevails. Well, actually, that might not be the best characterization. To conclude this program, I pose a challenging question to the audience, which will be the topic of the next broadcast. Should the band name, They Might Be Giants, be considered largely misleading or not? We shall... My apologies, listeners, there is an interruption in the studio. Tapan, how are you today? That non-shade of blue-gray in your shirt really suits your complexion. Has anyone ever told you that? I need a very small favor from you. This concludes today's broadcast. Drac, you have interrupted my radio show twice today. 
I already explained that Klingon Blood Metal is not scheduled until after my survey of pop music is concluded, which is currently scheduled to run until- Upon, I really do need a favor. Please elaborate. Usually, I would command Dross to carry out my menial tasks, but though I have mentored him in the ways of glorious battle, he remains at heart a pacifist. Drac, I have already made my position on throwing hands for you very clear. It is not hands I want you to throw, Vulcan. It is this note. A handwritten note on paper. And you wish me to throw it for what purpose? I don't care how you deliver it. Just see that that Endorian himbo gets it. And don't read it. Though this seems a simple task, one of which I am completely capable of fulfilling, I remain concerned that you believe Dross would decline to perform it on the basis of pacifism. What does the note pertain to? And why not give it to Crash yourself? The mighty Drac does not divulge the contents of his missives. You misheard me, Tapon. I said, pass me your fist! You did not. Did too! God, gotta run! Did not. Okay, listeners, I know I said I wouldn't go into Haunted Mystery Portal, but sometimes we need to look inside and reflect and grow as a person to overcome biases and embrace challenging feedback from certain editors in our lives. Uh, So, uh, here I go, I guess. Hey? Oh, you know I thought Vulcans were meticulous people. I'm truly surprised to find a hidden deck full of... Oh, there's my leftovers from lunch yesterday. A hidden deck where all our dereplicated dishes get transported to. What could Tapon be thinking? I don't think Tapon even knows about this, Mr. Tavon. It was Mo who hired the maintenance crew to refit the ship. They must have gotten some isolinear control chips mixed up. But you know what's really uncanny? This exact situation continues to parallel the Superbird story I mentioned earlier. I'm sorry, did you say Superbirds? I, I mean, I, 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 I've never heard of it. Uh, we must remain grounded in the present moment, Dross. Computer, identify this section of the ship. Computer? Tavon, did you bring a tricorder? Did someone say tricorder? That's the signal phrase. Woo! I haven't gotten to run this subroutine in years! Here we go! Ah! Ow! The Weather Academy did not prepare me for trapdoor tunnels. Or or overgrown jungles inside spaceships? Mr. Tavon, remember what I was saying before about being reminded of superbirds? Do you think we could have crossed into an alternate dimension where Superbird stories are really happening somehow? The trap door to a jungle is exactly what the Raptor Squad encountered after they accidentally discovered Blue Kestrel's mountain lair. Dross, ordinarily, anywhere in the galaxy outside this ship, I would ignore such coincidences. But even in the short time I've been on board the Dupont's radio program, I've come to accept that everything that happens to us seems as if it was scripted for a show. So yes, Dross, I suppose we might just have stumbled between realities simply by shuffling through an access panel. Really? No. Stop, Dross. We're not alone. This deck must be haunted too. Haunted by a stowaway. We must secure a perimeter and- What year is it? (gasps) Ah, and a good day to you! Wow, I knew some time passed since I've been in here, but concerning, I 
can't believe screaming's how people greet one another now. It's not. Oh, so you two just never seen to Jungle Recluse before, is that it? Yes. You two make less sense than Superbird Season 26. Name's Bartha Yokai Missouri Marley, but you can call me Joe for short. Take my name, but works just as well as any other. You. You wrote the entirety of Superbirds. Can I have your autograph? A lost jungle inside an Olympic-class starship? My heavens! I wonder if Tapan has ever met Jungle Joe. She seems like a relic from another time. Another genre. Hmm. Speaking of genre, we take you now to the fearsome Romlin cruiser Temet, where her teen is presumably enjoying some delicious burritos. Here's your double bean and left beef burrito, prisoner. Hey, you forgot my extra salsa verde. Ugh, Commander Talrain has you under strict orders to fulfill my burrito desires. Don't you try me. Or what, you'll throw your burrito at me? Good luck cleaning that cheese off the force field. He's gone now, Poochie. It's safe to come out. Here you go, little buddy. One perfectly Poochie-sized bean. Passing the time in here is so much better with you around. Yes, I'm glad we met in the tunnels too. I had no idea Romulan Poutrats could live in starship holes. And again, I'm really sorry about how I had to smuggle you in here. That couldn't have smelled good. Alright Poochie, here's all the salsa verde I could scrape off today. Store it in your cheeks, just like we practiced. There's a good boy. Sub Lieutenant, come and look at this security feed. Who is Hoteen talking to? There's no one else in the brig. He's obviously going mad, sir. Perhaps our struggle sessions have broken his will after all. Schedule another for tomorrow evening, but don't inform the prisoner. Let him enjoy the carrot before we return to the stick. Uh, we were told he was to be given burritos, sir. He hasn't had any carrots. Ow, that hurts. Oh, poor Hoteen. Love or hate the guy, you really gotta feel bad for him. It seems all that Romulan torture from the last episode really got to him after all. Hmm. Well, moving on. Tapan is about to deliver the mysterious note from Drac. I say, good man, what's that to do in your hand there? It looks like some kind of note. Crash, it is not customary to stand immediately outside one's door. However, as you surmised, this is a note, and you are the intended recipient. No time for that now, old chum. I've got a favor to ask. Now, you may have noticed some awkwardness between the person of myself and our good Drac. I need your help to dispel that dour duff. Truthfully, I had not noticed any out-of-the-ordinary behavior from either of you. <sighs> what is it you wish me to do? Boy, I bet Tapan feels like the third wheel at the lunch table, eh, listeners? But then, as a radio host, Tapan's entire job is to convey information. So I guess it's fitting that Crash and Drac picked him to be their go-between. I hope he spills the dirt on those two. I love a bit of gossip. Now it's time for us to go between decks, between worlds, to the land that time and Tapan and Mo Latinum forgot. So always back, me and Mo Latinum was partners in a greenhouse operation. This is in addition to being the main rider of the Superbreeds, you see. Hey, you've been to the outside. Are they paying riders any better these days? Not at all. What I think Mr. Tavon means is they don't get paid at all. Dross, I'm sure Joe understood what I meant. You don't have to edit everything I say. Oh, shucks. Well, I grew the plants in this here arboretum and most sold them. 
Figured it were a good arrangement, what with needing time and solitude to keep writing. Stayed hidden from the computer by taping a photo of the Arboretum over the camera. But for all this peaceful and slightly creepy solitude, I still couldn't recapture the spark of the early Superbird stories. Miss Missouri Marley, what happened during season 26? Your entire fandom was confused by the sudden turn in quality. Case of the proverbial brain barnacles. Couldn't write worth a damn no more. And my entire fandom can get ejected from the airlocks, ungrateful turncoats. And a no-account producer. Of course, the varmint disappeared with the profits. And if I had my way, they would never find him, neither. How sad. Shush, Dross. Let Joe tell the story. Yes, sir. Chop him up into skillet fried producer, just like Grandpappy made. Over time, Need for Solitude became a quest. I sealed off the entrances and made it so the only way in or out was through that there secret tunnel. Reckon Mo forgot I was even here. Then, long about a month ago, something funny happened. Felt as though I were living the same day over and over again. So I says to myself, Bartha, Yokai, Missouri Marley, or Doe for short, you gotta get free of this jungle that's taking over your soul. I started searching for the old doors, but well, you've seen this place. Vegetation's so thick you can't see further than a speck into a billion's backward squash blossom. Why not simply ask the computer to locate the doors? Do what? <laughs> Mo finally sprung for one of them fancy voice activated computers, huh? Well, I'll bet that shaped his wallet something fierce. How's it work, then? It's rather complex, but I'm sure you'll pick it up in no time at all. One speaks aloud, like so. Computer. Locate doors. Meanwhile, in Captain Cassie's quarters... Hello? In Tapan's quarters... Who is there? In the pinball parlor... Ah! Come to play some of the old tilt ball, have ya? Hello? Is someone hiding? And the gym? 56! 57! Uh, 999,000! Who dares to interrupt Drac's workout? That's all the proof Drac needs. This ship is decidedly haunted. A few minutes later... Computer, are you telling me that all the doors in the ship just actuated for no reason? Like, uh, no! Tavon said locate doors, so I did. What, all the doors? That's what my parsing engine said. Why would Tavon need to locate any doors? They're pretty clearly indicated. Something isn't right. Computer, locate Tavon. Hey, look over there! Where? Tavon's not in this room. Is he? I know he's sneaky, but... Computer, where is he? Um, I don't really know. <sighs> Computer, hail everyone you can find. Attention, Attention all, all crew. crew. Meet, Meet in the, the briefing, briefing room in ten, ten minutes. minutes. Portal, portal, who's got the portal? How hard can it be to find a door or a Cardassian weatherman? I, I don't understand. That should, that should just work. Computer. Miss Yokoi, Missouri Marley, uh, did you make any modifications to the control panels in here? Ain't no control panels in here. And there never was. I'm sure there must be one somewhere. It's standard starship design. I said there ain't. Don't you go snooping for none either. These woods is full of drop bears and hoop snakes. You're liable to get your back cheeks rearranged to your front parts out there. And you two tourists didn't even bring a phaser, did you? That's right, old Joe. They ain't got a prayer to fend on themselves. Best to just stay here. 
by the fire. Safety and numerals and all that. Uh-huh. Yes, I suppose you're right. After all, it is getting late and Dross and I are rather tired after our journey. But I'm not... Very, very tired. Dross couldn't stop telling me how sleepy he was through the whole day. Weren't you, Dross? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> so tired. Reckon you two best get some winks in then. There's some spare pajamas under that palm tree over there. Uh, thanks. Dross, I don't like the feel of this. Creator of Superbirds or not, we've got to get out of here. I don't think you realize the danger we're in. Mr. Tavan! You don't have to pretend every time you address me with Mr. Just call me Tavan. Also, technically, I'm a doctor. Miss Tavan, I never had an adventure with a friend before. I'm really glad we're in this together. Before we address whether you and I are friends, are you saying you've never had a friend before? Well, no, but... No, you have no friends, or no, you have had friends. You're the first person who doesn't just order me around. That's friendship, right? Oh, we have so much work to do on you, Dross. But before we have any Superbirds marathon nights together, we need to escape this jungle deck. Oh, Tavon, really? Can we have popcorn, too? Focus, Dross. Right. I don't trust Joe, either. She has what Drac calls the glint of psychosis in her eyes. He mumbles it into the mirror all the time. Yeah, that was pretty hard to miss. And she started retrofitting the ship to match Superbirds when she got writer's block. Oh, wait, Dross. These pajamas. They're the costumes the two lead actors were wearing when they famously went missing in the middle of season 26. (gasps) Devon, look up there in the tree. Unless I'm mistaken, that is a skull and a hand-pointed sign pointing to a skull. Abandon all hope, ye who seek to produce here. Dross, let go of my arm. Is that... Oh, oh, my leg's all wet. Dross, get off of me. And plan they did. Wait, which they? Tavan and Dross are making plans, but so is Jungle Joe. But so is... Kathy and crew! Well, they're trying to make plans anyway. When Mo Latinum first invited me to use this ship, he cautioned that certain subsystems were offline. In particular, he warned me not to reopen the former Arboretum deck. As these did not pertain to my radio program, I simply ignored them. It seems likely that Javon and Dross have ventured into one such area of the ship. No doubt one of the haunted parts. We'll need anti-ghost defensive armor and probably some helmets too. I shall leave you to your preparations. It is imperative that I begin a broadcast. Tavon, you're seriously not going to help us find Tavon and Dross? Molatinum has made it clear that my first priority is to fill Hotin's time slot and keep the audience numbers from dropping any further. Additionally, I am to requisition any crew members as I see fit to fulfill this task. I shall need Drax's assistance. Really? Come, Drax. I must get started at once. Kathy, may I suggest you discuss your frustrations in this matter with Molat? Magnificent! The subspace waves will be filled with drag. Good thing I kept this pitch pipe I found in the hallway. And then there were two. Yep, just you and me. And Crash makes four. And then there was one. I'm sure it'll work out just fine. 
I'm not so sure Hotin will be just fine, though. It's time for the plan. I can't wait for Dupont or Cathy anymore. It's obvious neither one cares enough to help out old Ho-Train. Dupont's probably taken over my time slot, I bet he doesn't even want to see me rescued. And Cathy? Ah, oh, Poochie. I thought she really liked me. She was probably just another one trying to get me involved in some multi-level marketing scheme anyway. Screw it. Ready, Pooch? Spit out all the sauce now. Yep, that's it. All over me. And the bed. Oh, and the floor too. Perfect. There's a good boy. Ah! Oh! Oh, owie. Oh, it hurts so much. Oh, God! God, help! What's going on in here? What does it look like? I'm bleeding out here. Get me a towel, please. You. Here, take it quick. I'll get the medic. I never could stand the sight of blood. Now, Poochie! Saucer attack! What the? Alright. We've got about two hours until the change of shift. Time to switch outfits with the guard and... What's that, Poochie? Oh, of course, yeah. I'll check if he's got a uniform in your size. Sounds to me like Hotin has cracked. It's like my uncle always said. You've got to crack a few eggs if you want to beat a story out of them. Let's beat a retreat to the story in progress. There they are. Tapan and Drac have entered the radio booth. It is time for you to level with me, Tapan. I know you love your radio show, but I can also see you are basically honorable. Why are you helping me? Why aren't you helping to find my manservant and that other guy? We will be helping in the best way I know how. We are going to start a broadcast immediately. So all that stuff about Mo Latinum was a ruse? No, it is a lucky coincidence that Hotin's empty time slot coincides with the task at hand. Tapan and Drac at the radio booth. Dross, his arms wide. The Superboys aren't feeling so welcome to the jungle. This is it. We've reached one of the walls. There must be a comms panel or something we can use to contact the rest of the ship. Oh, the sooner the better. Stop. Dross, listen. Laurie, I can't feel anything. And there's some kind of ivy stuck to everything. Keep moving. We'll eventually come to something. I say you already did, partner. Ain't that right, old Blasty? Say hello to my trusted associate, old Blasty. Uh, hello, old Blasty. Dross, don't. Dross, do. Now get, we need to get back to the campfire before the wildy beasts come out to hunt. They're really beasts on this deck. Dross, use your head. She's holding a slice of beef jerky she named Old Blasty. Do you really think we're in any danger? In her other hand, sir? Oh, no! Ooh, gotta go! Dross, you jumped in front of the blast to save me. That was unexpectedly brave of you. Are you injured? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> look, Tavon, it's a potato pellet. The blaster was modified. <laughs> look, it even shoots ketchup to simulate blood. This is a whole new level of madness. Attention all decks. This is Tapon of the USS Tapon's radio program, broadcast home of the Tapon's radio program. I have a very special episode today. With me in the booth is my guest, Drac. Hello! Hi, Drac! He can't hear you. What in tarnation is this now? Unusual developments have threatened to stop this starship at a time when it is critical that nothing's gonna stop us. Some of us have become trapped in literal lost decks 
while others have become trapped in figurative lost decks. The decks are their feelings. I propose that both scenarios can be resolved by examining what exactly is love. Is it merely a second-hand emotion unto which I, a Vulcan, am immune? No, listeners, it is the foundation upon which much is built. It is of the utmost importance that we stand strong together to build this dream forever. Wouldn't you agree, Drac? Aye, and that dream is getting swole and proving one's superiority in battle, especially to one's exes. That is not the dream to which I refer. I have here two letters from my crewmates, each intended for the other. One is a heartfelt apology which the author, despite many attempts to deliver in person, could not bring themselves to say aloud. The other letter appears to be a crude treasure map with two figures, labeled me and you. The you figure is scribbled out with a frowny face. Who would do a thing like that? Dupont will see you on the battle deck later. For far too long, parts of this ship have been neglected. Perhaps this is a reflection of the neglected relationships among the crew. Will we allow simple misunderstandings to let the world around us just fall apart? Would it not be favorable, Drac, to push the button on friendship? To put your hand in my hand, so to speak, and never look back? Is my message understood? Not even a little bit, my man. Computer! You rang dang diddly dangy dang. I haven't been seen in these parts in nigh on 20 years. Hey, what are you guys doing down here? Also, where are you guys? My video feed just shows an empty arboretum. Beam and myself to the bridge and run a scan and scrub cycle on this deck immediately. And with a few simple button presses, Tapan restores full power to the entire ship. Boy, he really doesn't let anything distract him from his radio show, does he? All it would have taken is a simple flip of a rocker switch and... Oh, who am I to criticize? Tavan, I know how difficult it can be to feel normal again after you've taken a life. I say placing a hand on your shoulder. If you want to talk about it, I'm sure there's a therapy program somewhere in the computer's databanks. How was I to know that the ship's scrub cycle destroys any living things? Look, I'll plant a new arboretum when we get to the next space agriculture port. Oh yeah, Mo disabled it, but I used to have a confirmation dialogue before you could run a scrub. Are you sure you want to do a scrub cycle? Are you really sure? There is no reason to feel anything but glory after defeating an enemy. However, it is extremely dishonorable to blame the state of your ball-sighted crazy ship on your crewmates to pawn. What the hell? We just got here, man! I must admit there were times when it seemed someone else was aboard the ship, but upon assessing the probabilities, it seemed more likely that Hotin was playing a prank. From everything you described, it sounds like we're much safer without Jungle Joe on board. And once we get Hotin back, he can play all the pranks he wants. I just want to get this mission finished. Hey, maybe this is like the Superbird's Phoenix storyline, where the Ultima Raptor wasn't actually dead and returned at the last minute to help the newly hatched Hot Wings defeat Clay Pigeon. Dross, this is not like that at all. In fact, I'll watch the entire thing with you later to point out all the ways it's different. All's well that ends. Well, it ended. We just have a moment with Hotin before we depart. Hello, hello, can anyone hear me? This is Hotin. I'm being held prisoner aboard a Romulan vessel called the Temet. I need a rescue like yesterday. They won't feed me anything but burritos, and they really put the fash in fashion sense around here. Please, if anyone picks up this signal, send help at once. No one can hear you, Hoteen. 
This radio booth has been isolated from main transmission circuits. This is the last shenanigan from you. What's this? The broadcast frequency of the USS Dupont's radio program? How did you establish an encrypted link? What were you really transmitting? Wouldn't you like to know? I would, and I will. Tell Rain to bridge. I'm sending a frequency. Begin scanning for it at once and lock onto the signal. Set an intercept course for the USS Dupont's radio program. Uh-oh. Tune in next time before Tal Rain does. Thank you for listening to Dupont's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dupont on Subspace or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by Poppy Jenkins. Episode art by David Axewizard Booth. Episode edited by Matthew Cerrone and Aaron Damrau, with music by Vidizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's Computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash and Devon were voiced by David Spivey. Drac was voiced by Matthew Cerrone. Dross and Tal Rain were voiced by Paul Turner. And Hoteen was voiced by Rich Masters. Special guest voices this episode include Pellar, as voiced by Jason Whitcomb and Jungle Joe as voiced by Stephanie Turner. Full individual social media links are in the description. Bye.